Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. This is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Just a reminder, at around 4.50, we'll be joined by Craig Randall II, boom recruit for the Adelaide 36ers. Then we'll be crossing live to the Adelaide Oval to have a chat with uh, former Australian test player. Just the one test he played, Rooch. Makes him a former test player. Yeah, no doubt about that. And prolific wicket-taker Chad Sayers to update us on the Redbacks clash with Tasmania. Quick text before we get to our next guest. We were talking about some of the stouches you have had with coaches at press conferences, Rooch. This is your friend Blake. He says, hi, Kimba and Rooch. Bevo, talking about Luke Beveridge, was a big wig at the ATO back in the day before getting <laughs> into coaching. So I'm not surprised that Rooch has never gone hard at him at a press conference in case he decides to get his old workmates to take a closer look in Rooch's affairs. Yes, you've received many a brown paper bag stashed with money oh, over the years, Rooch. No, I haven't. Let's go to one of our favourites. I say that about every AFLW player, but she's an absolute beauty in all Australian. Uh, Sarah Allen joins us from the Adelaide Crows. Sarah, thank you for your time. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, in round two, I said there's a new sheriff in town, a new benchmark in terms of uh, the competition order in the AFLW, and that is Brisbane. And you discovered that on the weekend last Friday at Metricon when they trounced you by 22 points. Yeah, obviously um, not the way we wanted the game to go, but um, good learnings from it and yeah, heading into the back end of the season. Are they the new benchmark, though? I think they play at a speed and with aggression that we haven't seen before. They've been a great team um, throughout all of AFW, um, and we definitely respect that. They're very fast, and yeah, they um, the way they play is, you know, obviously really fast and exciting. Um, and mm. yeah, obviously, um, you know, you want to match teams with that intensity, and we weren't able to do that on the weekend. But they've been a great team um, throughout all of AFW, and I'd say they're one of the teams that have, you know, always been that benchmark coming in from the start. Yeah, I reckon they've gone up a gear. You said there were learnings. What were the big learnings that you and the doc, the coach, took out of it? Um, yeah, obviously just um, pressure and contest. You know, we want to make sure we're, um, you know, one of the highest pressure teams and we weren't able to do that. Um, and similar, you know, um, from our first loss, um, it's just similar things. But um, definitely want to take um, everything on board. You know, that's what we do really well when we do um, lose is that we definitely make the most of that opportunity and we'll train hard this week. Let's talk about those learnings Sarah. If you meet Brisbane again in the finals, where do you think you need to change your approach to playing them the second time round? 
it'd just be making sure we bring that pressure and contest um, and just bringing that intensity because that's what we can do really well and stop that outside run, um, and yeah. we weren't able to do that. So that's definitely something we um, will continue to work on. So, so where do you think Brisbane's taken the game to a new level this year? I think that, yeah, they've just, like what you said, with that run, it's just um, really fast. Um, AFW in general has gone to another level, yeah, not just yeah. with, obviously, skills every year, but speed. Like, you know, um, the actual game speed has gone to another level and they've just been able to, um, you know, continue to do that. So um, if we're able, you know, to pressure teams and really create a contest, that yeah. stops that outside run and that's what um, we need to focus on. And it is great for the competition, Sarah. I know there's a disparity when you get down to a lot of the... Uh the latest clubs that have just joined the competition, but you have a look at the top eight now and the top nine, it is becoming a really competitive competition. Now, this Friday night, you take on the Cats, who are desperate to win this game as well. You're both on six and two, and you both want the double chance. So this is a huge game Friday at 5.10 at the Unley Oval. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and especially coming off a loss as well, we want to make the most of every game, and um, we'll be really uh, training hard as we do most weeks. But you know, de- that you know, training after a loss and really putting those learnings um, into play, and really, um, you know, we want to do our fans proud. It's our um, last um, home game of the regular season, so want to, um, you know, yeah, really. Um, make everyone proud, and yeah, just go out there and play our game. And you'll be doing it without the skipper. How yeah. is Chills? Yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, not a great situation to come out of that, but it's um, better than a long-term um, thing. So she'll do everything possible, you know, with her recovery. We've got a great medical team and she'll do what she can to um, try and get back. Extraordinary leader, Chelsea Randall. So who now shines with the leadership mantle? I think that's something we've done. Obviously, Chelsea, you know, leads from the front um, as the great leaders do, but I think something... We definitely have a great depth of leadership in our team. And it's not just players in our leadership group. It's players who don't need a title um, in every area. And I think we just have to make sure, you know, in every area, um, you know, forward, back, mids and backs, we just have to make sure um, we're really connected um, and we work together as a team and um, lead all together. And Danielle Ponder should be better for the run last week. That was her first one back after missing a few. Yeah, obviously, yeah, just um, having, you know, when girls come back in team, it's great. When um, and just really looking forward to this weekend and really, yeah, um, you know, getting in front of our fans again will be awesome. We were chatting to a couple of your old teammates, Justine Mules and uh, Ange Foley, and we we're saying how quick this season has gone. Look, there's two games to go, and then it's finals. How does it feel for you? Yeah, it's the quickest season ever. Even though we're actually playing more games, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so it's just been crazy. I think this time of the year, it's always like that countdown to Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's been um, gone pretty quickly. But, yeah, really excited to just just remain, stay in the, you know, the focus and um, stay in the moment and really make the most of this season. Now, I don't want to embarrass you because you've been a superstar from day one and I know you're very humble. But have you been surprised with the support and the development of Chelsea Bedell? Yeah, um, she's been amazing. Mm. Um, and I think... It's no surprise to us um, because, you know, we train with her um, even when she was, you know, in her first few years. Um, like, I actually was fortunate enough to play basketball with her growing up. Okay. So um, I actually knew her through basketball and she's a great character. Um, and, yeah, just to see her flourish in her football, like obviously I said, we've seen it in her training and, and it's sort of just um, her moving to defence last year kind of gave her that opportunity. 
Um, and then she's just taken it to another level this year. Um, and we work as a unit in defence. So, um, yeah. Oh, you, you two are brilliant together, but uh, you can see how her confidence has grown, her intercept work, her kicking, her marking. She's just gone to an absolute another level. So, Sarah, you talk about yeah, her, being a... Her marking's always yeah. been elite as well, yeah. It's all about it being a quick season. It's also been a long one because it's back-to-back. You went longer than anyone else last year along with Melbourne. So Adelaide led the way with strength and conditioning in AFLW. Have you had to rethink the program because you're now going into a longer run of games? Yeah, obviously every year um, in AFLW kind of has to change a bit. You know, obviously with the changing of um, the season, but yeah, um, we didn't have too much of a break, but that allowed us to kind of, um, you know, keep on top of our conditioning so we didn't have to re, you know, um, condition ourselves. But yeah, obviously with the longer seasons, we'll, you know, um, the strength and conditioning coaches do an amazing job and they, you know, take their approach um, and really, yeah, they really get behind us and just make sure we can get through the season. And um, we all learn together, you know, even just playing more Friday night games, that's different as well. So, um, yeah, it's great experience and we've got a really great strength and conditioning team um, behind us. Mm. So which do you like better, January to the end of March or August to the end of November? I'll play whenever I get yeah, told right. to play. I think all it's right. just but there must um, be a great difference. to play for uh, yeah, obviously with the weather, um, different game styles as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously I don't have to put as much sunscreen on this yeah. time of the year. Which yes, is, you are fair. It's getting, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but getting, having to put it, put it on again now um, as we get into the um, warmer months. So, yeah, um, obviously there's different things you have to acclimatise to. Um, but, yeah, it's just exciting to but try footy at this time of the year. But your, your former captain, Aaron Phillips, was really strong about that last year, about it. at some stages it was just demanding too much to play in heat. So is it is it best to stay in this time slot now, August to November? I guess, yeah, if that's um, what's best for the competition because we've got to see, you know, um, what's sustainable. Um, yeah. And that's the most important thing to me is how can we um, continue to grow the competition. Um, you know, it might be easier for fans to come and watch with the weather and that type of thing. Yeah. So. Um, just really, yeah, hopefully just making it as much, like the most sustainable comp it can be um, for me. And that's what I'll play. That's why I said I'll play when I yep, have I to play because uh, I'm more thinking about, yeah, you know, the longevity of the competition as well. Yeah, and the main thing is, Rich, it's got to get to an equitable competition. It's got to get out to 17 games a season. And if there has to be night games and some hotter weather, well, so be it. That's my editorial comment. Now, I know, Sarah, you'll only be looking at one game at a time, but we've done the ladder predictor. So if you can win this week, then you have St Kilda, and we think that puts you in third place. That's what we worked out, and you'll probably play Melbourne in the final. So basically, the mission's simple. You've got to win the next two games. Yep, and that's exactly what, um, you know, obviously you want to win um, every game, so that's our mindset is just um, going back to basics and just, yeah, um, going out there and playing our game, and we want to, yeah, try and finish off the season really well. Well, Sarah, we always enjoy having a chat here. Let's hope there's a really big crowd there Friday Evening slash afternoon, 10 past five at the Unley Oval. Get down there, support the girls. This will be a good game because Geelong will be up for the fight. All the best. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. There we go, Sarah Allen. Uh, she's a wonderful footballer, Rooch. Yes. And um, that combination with Chelsea Bedell. But the leg speed that Brisbane have got, Rooch. They were amazing. The Lions. Yeah, they've gone to another level. Yep. And aggressive too. Great aggressive. attacking footy. Now, I said that I like second chances. We've got to go to a break, Root. Someone sent a text. Kim is a big fan of second chances and 11th chances when it comes to his mate, Ken. Oh, for heaven's Come sake. Come on. My mate, Ken Hinckley, 
I've never socialised with Ken ever. I just give my judgment, Rooch, as we all do. I think he's been good oh, look, for the I, club. I now have even more want for this to be the Alan Scott Mark Williams moment all over again. That at the end of next year, the MCG, Ken takes the cup. I don't care what he says in terms of I've told you so. I hope he does. Uh, he's got that as many supporters as well, Rooch. Yeah. Um, uh, here's a quick text before we go to a break. Uh, Hi, Rooch. I've always found you to be unbiased, whichever team you are speaking or to or writing about. You've always asked the hard questions, and it's only the entitled group that are so touchy when you mention them. Well, no name on that one, but I couldn't disagree with it more. Let's go to a break. <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. On the reach with you on a Tuesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Roach, who's made a name for himself very quickly here in Australia. Oh, are we lucky to still have him? Uh, well, we'll get to that. He was born in Youngstown, Ohio, in the US. How did he end up playing for the Adelaide 36ers? Let's find out as we welcome Craig Randall II. Hello, Craig. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you finding Australia? I'm, I love it. Uh, it's nice. Everybody's nice. Starting to become my second home, so I'm enjoying every second of it. Well, you haven't yeah. met the Roots yet. He's not nice, but we'll get to that. Uh, how did, <laughs> had you been to Australia before? No, this is my first time overseas ever. Wow. So, uh, really? It's been, it's been, yeah, but I'm glad it's Australia is my first place, though, so. Okay, so what was what were you thinking Australia would be like? Did you think we were the outback just with kangaroos running around everywhere? I thought that at first, but I looked up Adelaide before I came, so I kind of got a chance to just go through it and compare stuff. So I knew it would be nice to Adelaide and just get a chance to experience new life. Well, Craig, you'd feel at home. It's not too different to Ohio. It's pretty much... Yeah, I mean, the wet, the weather's different. It's oh, no, snow that will change. It's, that will it's change. snows at home. Yeah, so... We go to the other extreme. Our heat here will really test you out during the summer. Yeah, I heard. So I'm looking forward to the to the nice weather coming soon. So it was always basketball for you, wasn't it? Because you come from a basketball family. Yeah, uh, mom played D1. My dad, my brothers. So it was it would be kind of weird if I didn't play. So yeah, it's <laughs> been basketball my whole life. And the and the dream was it for the big leagues in the states? How how did you work your way through high school and and all your other career aspects? Yeah, that was a dream. Uh, I started young, like at four. I'm, wow. I've been a gym rat. My dad, my dad coached high school, so I was always in the gym growing up. I never played any other sport, so this is all I know. So uh, I kind of just, I've always had the same mindset, just to try to be the best me I can be. Uh, gym rat. My dad put that in me. I had two older brothers who were really good, so I had a good example ahead of me too. So it's just always been in me. Now tell us about the uh, the match against the Phoenix Suns. You grabbed a little bit of world attention there. You're sort of this three point shooting freak. Mm. Was it, have you always been good from outside of the key? Yeah, I've always that's always been something I've um, prided myself on. Uh, just being able to make shots. Uh, any league is a make shot league. That's how my dad <laughs> told me growing up. My brother told me now. So just being able to be well-rounded, be able to get to the basket, but being able to shoot a three and space the floor for other good players is 
it helps your team. So um, that's just something I, I work on a lot. All right, so you had aspirations to play in the NBA. We, we know that. Uh, you had a trial out with the Portland Trailblazers in 2022 in the Summer League. That didn't eventuate. Uh, when did Adelaide come knocking? How did it all come about? I, I, they, a lot of NBL teams were in, uh, were in the NBA Summer League. They were there just um, watching. Obviously, some players go from Summer League to the NBL. So at first, I had talked to the Illawarra Hawks, and then I had talked to Brisbane. But Adelaide ended up being the last team to call, uh, talking to Coach. And I just told him on the phone that I wanted to play for him. Uh, especially with his background, getting a chance mm-hmm. to play him for him and have him teach me things on and off the court was something that I was just very looking forward to. So, so what was CJ's what was CJ's sales pitch that won you over? Uh, just helping me get to where I want to get to. Obviously, the NBA is the end goal for me at some point in time. But being able to another year to develop. It's only my second year pro, so yeah. just another year to learn. And for somebody to push me and coach me hard, something that I felt like I needed, and that's something that I knew that he could give me. So mm. it just went hand in hand. Well, you've got a big game coming up this Friday against the Sydney Kings. You might be aware of it. Their owner, Paul Smith, he's not a shy gentleman. He's been doing a little bit of trash talking to try and build this game up. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Uh, they're the champs. So they've earned the right to, to say whatever they're going to say. Uh, and right now they're the top dog until somebody knocks them yeah. off at the end of the year, so it's not it's not any of the players' jobs to fight back or fire back at whatever he says, but we'll be there on Friday, so we all got to lace them up and we'll see how it goes. Well, you've only been here for a blink, but the standard of the NBL, how do you assess that? Uh, it's very high. Uh, I like the NBL, the competition. Uh, I know that we got a lot of a lot of targets on our back because we went to the, to the States and won a game, so we're just looking forward to every challenge. We know we came out against Tassie and we had a slow start. We need to be humbled, and I think we got humbled. And I think right now where our heads are is just taking every day one game at a time. So I think that's good for us. So have you got to see much of South Australia yet? Have you had time to do that? No, I haven't really had time. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the gym, so I'm not really <laughs> – I think I think at the end of the season I'll have some time at the end of the season just to go around. That's when I'll do my traveling, but – during the season, if you if you really know me, you know I'm locked in. Okay. I spend all my free time in the gym or I'm resting, so what, what I just a, try to stay locked in. What, what about, Craig, a nice run along the Adelaide beaches? Have you been down there yet? I, I've definitely been to the beaches with my family, uh, just going down there, getting some food, seeing the water. Uh, that's always just a nice relaxation for me to get my mind off things. But other than that, I, I stay at the house or I'm in the gym. So, Craig, you said with your family, who have you brought over to Australia with you? My brother is here, his wife, his two kids, and my girlfriend. So Beautiful. And are they enjoying it as well? Yeah, they love it. Uh, it's a good experience for everybody uh, just to get across the water and mm. see something new in life. Um, so it was an opportunity that none of us could pass up. Craig, did your agent take many calls while you were in the States, mm-hmm. particularly after that Phoenix Sun result? I'm sure he did. I... Uh, I kind of told him to leave me out of it unless it was something that was worth me hearing about. Okay. Uh, I'm really focused on winning in Adelaide. I know Adelaide's been trying to get back to their winning ways, yeah. and so my biggest focus is bringing a championship to Adelaide and 
NBA stuff will take care of itself whenever it's supposed to happen. But until then, I'm a 36er. Well, that is wonderful to hear because the 36ers are a very proud and successful club, but we've had a couple of lean years. So we are very thankful you're here, Craig. We wish you all the very best for the whole season on Friday night against the Kings. It should be a cracker. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good on you, Craig. What a great story. Hey, 26 years of age. He's got a long he's career not, ahead of him. He's got plenty of time, yeah, but uh, not a youngster. And, uh, yeah, he's had to do it the hard way. I was having a look at his history with his freshman year at Memphis and his sophomore year and his attempt to try and get into the NBA. It's a brutal business over there, Roach, as you would know. You've covered world sports over there. A lot of contenders, very few spots, so you've got to be elite of elite, mm. don't you? So yeah, I'm intrigued as to what his agent did here when they were over in the States. And yeah, clearly well, he would have kept him, thankfully. Few nibbles. What a great story, though. Never, yeah. ever been overseas. It's amazing. And here he is in Adelaide. So we'll watch that game yeah. on Friday night. Rucha gets underway at 7 o'clock. That is Adelaide time, uh, taking on the Kings at uh, Kudos Bank Arena yes. Stadium. Well, let's see who acts rather than talks. Exactly. They're, well, there's been a lot of chat from their uh, owner, Paul Smith. We played <laughs> it a little bit uh, earlier, Rooch. We might play it again a little bit uh, later. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Time for the news. Two minutes past five. Kimbo on the Rooch with you on a Tuesday afternoon. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. About to head down to the Adelaide Oval and have a chat to Chad Sayers and get an update on what's happening between the Redbacks and Tasmania. Roach, not looking great. They are no wicket off uh, about 13, 14 overs for about 66, I think. Let's get an accurate score, though, as we go down to the Adelaide Oval. And Chatty Boy is there, Chad Sayers. Chad, it's not going well for the Redbacks. No, not at the moment, Kimbo. It's been a disappointing, um, I guess, mm. first hour to the bowling, uh, bowling innings of the Redbacks. They obviously got themselves back into the game with a nice little innings from Ben Menente, but unfortunately, the Bowlers just went searching a little bit and Tazzy are not for 67 as we speak, chasing 235. Let's go back to early in the day. What happened to all our big guns? Travis Head failed again? Yeah, he was a little bit unlucky. Uh, back of a length ball from Peter Siddle, just inside edge on the fire pad and had a bat pad in and just went straight to him. So you could say he was a little bit unlucky and then I guess Alex Carey just chased the short ball and gloved it through to Tim Payne. So again, both our big guns missed out, which was unfortunate, but our tail order uh, did wag and got us a respectable total to defend. So, so just updating, Jakey Weatherall made 52, so he found a little bit of form. Uh, Henry Conway was a night watchman. That didn't work. Are you a believer of night watchmen? Did you used to get sent in as a night watchman? <laughs> I did until I started playing some shots. and uh. I think we saw, we saw Harry Conway last night play a big drive at his second ball, which oh. I guess isn't the job of the night watchman, is it? So I think it has its place in the game for sure. Uh. So, Chad, tell us about Menenti and his... Have you got all his numbers for this game so far? He, I think he got 58 in the first innings with the bat. Yep. Took two for with the ball. Mm. Took two hangers in the at second slip wow. and then... Got 82 or 83 today, not out. And unfortunately, Jordan Buckingham couldn't stay with him for the last wicket partnership for him to get to that three figures. So but he's clearly yeah, he's the come, best performed redback of this match, isn't he? Yeah, at the moment he is. He did well in the first one day as well. So a big recruit for the redback, so it seems at the moment. He's got the ball in hand now, so they'll be looking for some magic from him. Now, we spoke about the wicket yesterday. You said the drop ins aren't as easy to play on. Um, 
Doesn't look like Tasmania's having too many problems now. <laughs> they could send in Ben McDermott and Jordan Silk and Timmy Payne to get it all over and done with tonight. Yeah, it does seem to get better as every day goes on. Uh, you know, it's quite hard the first two days, but if you do get in as a batter on day three and four, it's, it is quite easy as the ball gets a little bit older. So it's, big shout as we speak, but not out. Not out from Ben Menenti. Chad, it's easy for us to take the old dig or cheap shots from here, but is this a big blow to start the season like this? How is Tasmania rated in terms of where everyone's going to finish this year? I guess in the last few years, they've probably been down the bottom of the table with us, and yep. uh, they're probably one side we can mm. uh, get a win over and have done so in the last few years. So I guess it is frustrating, as I talked about yesterday. We seem to be getting ourselves into positions where we could drive the game and, and get a win on the board, and then all of a sudden and quickly we're out of the game. So that's a frustrating thing at the moment. So hopefully this is an aberration and our two superstars in Head and Kerry, both failing, uh, won't be the norm. Uh, how are you predicting this is going to unfold? We'll let you get back to work, but how's it? give us your prediction, Chad. Uh, none for 71 now. The Tigers are doing it pretty easy, so I think we'll have to take a, a decent bowling performance from one of the bowlers. And I think Alex Kerry's just dropped the catch there as oh, well. Oh, no. Forward, so. Really? Just looking live, maybe he missed it, but um, yeah, it's going to take a special effort from one of the bowlers to get the Redbacks over the line here. So, Chatty, hey. what's your gut telling you though? It'll be all over lunchtime tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chad, have you been keeping an eye on the WA Victoria Shield game as well, and some of the highlights that Cricket Australia is putting out? Well, I haven't seen highlights, but I've been keeping an eye on the score, and it looks like some uh, big numbers there, Root. So. WA 466 in the first innings, and at this point, Victoria is no wicket for 95. You've got to have a look at what Cricket Australia's put out as an LBW uh, call early in this Victorian innings. You can have a look at it, and we'll ask you tomorrow just how it didn't become batsman dismissed. It is extraordinary. <laughs> how does this happen at Shield level? It is uh, they are pretty good. The most easiest LBW decision an umpire could ever make. Yeah, sometimes they lean on giving the batsman the benefit of the doubt, don't they? But uh, I haven't seen that one yet. So, yeah, I'll give you a description tomorrow. But I know when I was bowling, I thought they were always out. So <laughs> <laughs> You'll have no doubt about this one. Uh, I love it. Well, hopefully there's a miracle, Chad, and we can speak to you tomorrow about it. Uh, if not, we'll give them one more Shield game. Then we'll be starting a campaign to get you back. Mm. Chad Sires, we want him back. Uh, Good on you, Chatty. <laughs> I don't know about that. No worries. Thanks, boys. Oh, dearie me. Um, it just happens year in, year out. It's easy it's to be to negative, change. isn't it? It has to change at some stage. Well, you wouldn't expect Kerry and Head to fail no. in both innings, wouldn't you, no. at, at shield level? No, but we can't rely on them all the time either. There no. are other batsmen there, Kip. No, I fully understand that, Roach. Thanks so, for the lecture. Three Shield games on the moment. WA 466 in response. Victoria's now one for 107. And the other match is New South Wales-Queensland. After Queensland chose to field, New South Wales is seven for 219. Oh, I know how you operate now. You've, you've chosen not to acknowledge the World Cup game that's underway because you struggle saying Namibia. How are they going against the Netherlands? <laughs> Let me have a look at them. Nah, well, we'll do it Namibia. after. No, we'll... I can look at it very quickly. They they made six for 121. Namibia? Yes, six for 121. Namibia? That's not enough. 
the Netherlands after 12.1 overs are 1 for 85. Yep, okay. Namibia is going to lose. Who's yes. going to lose? Namibia. It's, it's not too words for <laughs> Namibia. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with some text or some good ones here too. Good. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 514, The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. A text from Mario, not some of his best work. Since when is Rucci a cricket expert? Although he is a bit of a spinner. Come on, Mario. Uh, Probably didn't deserve to be ooh, read that ooh. one. Not some, not your not best work. Too bad. Now, I'm going to have a crack at Josh Money. Fair dinkum. He's from Channel 9. I don't know the lad. We're going to nickname him Sandra. Right, okay. Sandra Sully with yeah. the late news. Right. So he's just put out, is this on Twitter, Benny? Or It's on Twitter. I quote, Management of Caleb Poulter categorically denies reported interest from the Crows. 20-year-old wingman delisted by Collingwood today, but there's a real list squeeze at West Lakes, as evident by recent cuts of James Rowe and mid-season season draftee Brett Turner. Well, knock me down with a feather. We told you this the Monday after the grand final. Yeah, but I think you're being harsh on Josh. Why? Well, we're saying he, there's denying reports. Well, I want to know who's reporting that Caleb Polder was... Well, Channel ever... 7 did that, all right. Did that, and I think you're, you're being harsh All right, Josh, Josh, I take it back, but... So seven got it's it wrong. my medication, Roach. Seven got well, it wrong. Well, we said ages ago. That was the Monday I got back from yeah. the grand final. Yes. And uh, people were reporting that there was interest. It was all BS. Right. There was categorically no interest. Not being disrespectful for the lad, but as Josh reported, there's no yeah. room. Exactly. Absolutely none, Roach. Right. Can you two comedians stop giving Redback updates? I know, it's depressing. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, that is the definition of eternal hope, isn't now, it? Now, what did you say you want to do a segment on what? You said during Things the... we'll never see again. And what do you reckon that'll be? Well, we might ask, will we ever again see the Redbacks win the shoot? Don't dance all around it. We might ask. You want us to do a segment. Things, things we'll never we... see again. And you had that at the top of the list. Well, it was one of the first things I thought. I did have another one as well. What's that? Well, then we could go to the next category, things we've never seen and never will see again. South Adelaide win a Sanford Premiership. Oh, gosh, now there'll be feedback. Well, you know what I'm getting at, don't you? Things are extreme. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying before when I said that... um, I'll give you another one. Australia win the America's Cup. I don't think anyone cares anymore. Oh, Well, it's not like it used to be when they raced in real boats. Now they're on stilts. Uh, This one says, welcome back, KD. I'm with Roach. I hope next year Ken wins the flag over the broken record from the haters. Uh, As a Bomber supporter, I'd love Ken to coach us to plenty of prelims and just finals. That's from Steve from Seaton. Now there's perspective. Yeah, no, I think Kenny's been a beauty. I know that upsets people. Uh, Another one here, all these people jumping on the get rid of Ken wagon again Mm. will be the first to jump on Mm. the we love Ken wagon if they win the flag. A true supporter sticks through all the good and the bad. That's from Rene. I'm with you. When did this jumping off people start, Roach? When people become impatient for success, which is a well, big I issue for I must be the most pa- patient person in the world. I went through all my life, my childhood and youth as a West Torrent supporter. Yeah, but when you feast so often, you just expect it. That's mm. the biggest problem for Port at the moment is there's this expectation built on a past of 
constant success. Well, they're in the big league now, aren't they? Yeah, yes, I've given my views. I'm not getting involved in your family spats. Uh, this is from Lockie. Apologies, Lockie. Can you ask Craig, is Josh Giddy and his development at Adelaide uh, influence him coming here? Oh, sorry, Lockie. Oh. If we get him on again, we'll pose that question. I didn't see that one before. Great story, though, Well, I think it? he answered it anyway. CJ's the one who brought him into town. Yep. Three clubs chat. CJ gives the best pitch. He's here in Adelaide. I don't know who would win this one here. Here's an Achopsy from Cheltenham says, Rucci v Jack Cale in the Port Adelaide Club car park. Get the gloves on. Violence is not the answer. No, no. Fair dinkum. There's times I would have liked to inflict pain on you. Uh, boys, the sad part about the sacker... Did I say that out loud? Uh, well, the, your coughing fits have inflicted enough pain I on know, me, thank you. I, know. I get it right apologize. in the old eardrums. I've hit the cough button. I it still comes it. through, Kim. Well, I'll go have a day off tomorrow then. Maybe you should. Really? Well, I, I'm more concerned about your health than no, anything I'm, else. I'm getting an injection I'm seeing tomorrow. you suffer here at times. <clears throat> yes, during the ad breaks. Boys, don't say I don't have compassion. No, thank you. I don't know if you've got sincerity, though, so that's how <laughs> I don't know how to take it. Don't make me laugh or I'll start again. Uh, boys, the sad part about the sacker uh, is that the script for every game is slightly different, but the ending is always the same. It's from Lindsay. That's, that's, oh. a, that's a good line. Um, and we're flipping about it now, but we've often talked about the fact if they were Port Adelaide or the Crows and the way they've performed over the last decade. Back page stories, if not oh, They would get hacked to death in a journalistic sense, wouldn't they? Absolutely. And, and we went hard a few times. And we've we've had Travis on, we we've had Alex on. Maybe that's what we need. Total scrutiny that doesn't allow people to wriggle around these cracks that say, oh, we were going to be better next time, better next time. Got a couple of minutes to go. Uh, as cricket supporters, though, are we fair weather supporters? Are we as passionate about it as we are with our footy clubs? Well, so we not. love it when we're winning. Clearly not. But we don't get, I know we don't get the thousands at Shield Games that we did once. Mm. How good were the old days when Hooksy was there and, mm. and he had to chase 100 in the last session or something, so you knock off work. I'd leave his and Loveday Sports Store early, run down. Yep. Boxing Day. Some big Boxing Day, Shield Games. Boxing Day? Yeah. Were they? Absolutely. I don't I don't remember that, Rich. Kenneth George era. Hey, let's get a quick update Favel here. era. We've, we've got a, a couple of minutes to go. Um Dane Zorko is filling in for Ian Healy up in Brisbane doing brekkie on SEN with, uh, with Big Paddy Boy. Uh, this is his update on where Chris Fagan's at at the moment. I was fortunate enough to catch up with Fags yesterday and have a little bit of a chat and see how he's holding up. And he seems to be in a really good spot, but it, being Chris Fagan and always thinking about the game, he just wants to get back into work. He wants mm. to get back into the four walls and start preparing for 2023. So, um, yeah, it's hopefully looking that way. Um, fingers crossed. This can uh, be over and done with as soon as possible, but the lawyers have obviously they've got to run their course with you know the AFL and the, yeah. and everyone involved. So um, fingers crossed for both of them that they can get back into their their respected systems ASAP, and um, we can move on and get onto the footy. Well, Clarko will be back at North Melbourne, or will be at North Melbourne, mm. as true to his agreement with Hawthorne that he wouldn't start until November yep. one. He will. Fagan we hope will be at the same time. And the interesting bit of news today is Russell Jackson, who wrote the story for the ABC, yesterday issued an apology to Sonia Hood, the North Melbourne president, for some rather, well, regret, regretful words that he used on Twitter in a bit of a spat. With what did her. he use? Well, I'm not going to repeat them because clearly I then would have to apologise. But it just wasn't 
the sort of dialogue that you should have in this debate, Kim, and he's apologised for it. Mm. Uh, I don't like that people can make accusations and then people suffer before they're proven. But this is this has been a poorly constructed, on my part of view, poorly constructed investigation by Hawthorne if it's only got one-sided story. Yeah. I wouldn't be submitting any draft report to the Hawthorne board without saying, I can't do this because I haven't interviewed Alistair Clarkson, I haven't interviewed Chris Fagan, and this is going to take a little longer. I just hope that ultimately something positive comes out of it because yeah, it's so. been atrocious the way it's been handled. Um, How does it leak? Rich of Roach. Rich of Roach. Here's a text coming through from Lockie. It's a bit Rich of Roach asking for the cough button. He needs a parrot button in the morning. <laughs> oh. Leanne's very loud in the morning. Oh, you've been talking about your parrots. Yes. Well, no, oh. the parrot gets involved in the show. Really? Oh, loud ass. I'll have to get up early, Roach, and have a, have a listen. Are you still on at 7.20? Yes. As a Daddy Donuts hater. Pardon? What? Oh, no, that's a reference to. What's that? No, that's. Shouldn't poor. read it out? No, let it go. I hope we win the flag next year, but it won't happen. See, they refer to now Ken as Donuts. Oh, right. Well, you can say that. Oh, I didn't thought I said something really wrong there. No, Rich. it's just insulting again to him. There's no need to be insulting, is there? Well, you should have thought about that when you started as a journalist 30 years ago. Sack of spuds. Oh, that's a chopsy from Chewy. Oh, dearie mm. me. Um, who we got on tomorrow, Rich? Uh, I think we're still trying for the Joker. Really? That's I knew you'd go to that one. All right, let's get an update on the uh, Ben cricket. Simmons is taking our calls. Get it. Let's get an update on the cricket, Rooch. I haven't got my phone on there. Oh, one job, Rooch. We're live on air. Leave it on. Oh, you tell me to, to switch it off every get, so often. No, when did I tell you to do that? When it was making noises. Well, when you leave, I'd say put it on silent, still have it on. Oh, Tasmania, no wicket for 82. 82. Oh, this is terrible. In 153 runs, Kim. All right. Tomorrow we're going to have Matt Rendell. We'll talk about some of these delisted players that he thinks may be relisted. Right. We'll get his views. He can Good. be pretty brutal. Adelaide United keeper Joe Gauchi. Looking forward to having a chat to them. They haven't got off to the start of the season. They, no, they have liked. Not. Chad Sayers will join us again. If he hasn't nodded off or left the country. And we're also trying to get Caleb Poulter on as Good. well Good. to find out what his future will be. Thank you for putting up with us for today. Oh, I nearly stuffed that up. What time is it? It's uh, 5.24 and 34 seconds. Very good. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.